It's probably not the best idea to start off a radio show with an admission of failure, but that's what we're going to do today. I'll tell you about it coming up next. Helping you grow deeper on your spiritual journey. Welcome to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Welcome, friends, to The Inner Life. I am Patrick Conley, your host for this hour of encouragement and inspiration aimed at moving us deeper into relationship with our risen Lord Jesus. Thanks for joining us. So every admission of failure opens the door to an opportunity for growth, right? I'm sure hope so. Here's what I've been, here's where I should say I've been coming up short. Well, one of the areas anyway. Every year I partake in a three-day silent retreat for men based on the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. And every year I am again encouraged, at least implicitly, if not explicitly, to make the examine part of my daily prayer routine. And every year, I come away with great intention, and every year I practice the examine daily for about two, maybe three days. (laughs) And then, either because I get lazy, because I stay up too late, or for any number of reasons, the practice quickly falls away. Now, I do see this as a spiritual failure for a couple of reasons, at least. First, because I know of the great importance that St. Ignatius himself put On the daily examine, he knew firsthand the fruits that it can and does bear in the spiritual life. And second, I know that when I'm not doing it, I am depriving myself of deeper intimacy with Christ. I'm not as aware of his presence in my daily life. And I feel like I'm just turning down an invitation of the Lord to grow in my friendship with him. So if you're like me, and you'd like to learn more about and commit or perhaps recommit yourself to the daily examine, if you'd like to find out what it is, if you've been practicing it for years and you have a testimony to give, you're in the right place. Because today here on The Inner Life, we're going to explore the daily examine, what it is and why it's a great practice of prayer. To lead and guide our discussion is our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll. Father Kroll is a Jesuit priest and the director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. Welcome back, Father. Good to have you on the show again. Hello, Patrick, and hello to all of our listeners. It's good to be back with all of you, and happy Easter uh, as we move more deeply into this joyful Easter season. Indeed. Got a long way to go yet, so let's keep the celebrations a-going. And perhaps one of those ways of doing that is with this examine prayer and learning about it. Let's start off there. What is the examine? Okay. Well, the examine prayer is, as you were um, alluding to in your opening remarks, it's a prayer very dear to St. Ignatius of Loyola and therefore also to those of us that are his disciples. Um, He thought it was so important that uh, he said to his his Jesuit sons, uh, if you get to no other prayer in the course of your very busy day, never, ever drop the examine. He thought it was that central. And um, one thing I think we should should start with uh, early in the conversation is to distinguish the prayer of examine, and that's that's kind of an unusual word. Uh, We spell it E-X-A-M-E-N. That's a little different than the examination of conscience that we do before we uh, go to confession. Um, Very often we call this uh, 
the examination of consciousness, because it's more about looking for uh, where God is present in my daily life, as you said. Um, sometimes it's called the awareness examine. Um, so it goes by various names. But, but the point in a nutshell is that uh, as the day is winding down, we want to take some time to re- prayerfully review our day and, and, and literally kind of walk through it hour by hour and activity by activity. And we're trying to do two things, essentially. One, we're trying to notice um, where the Holy Spirit was active. You know, where did I see God's face today? Where did I hear his voice? How is he speaking to me and showing up in my daily life? So I'm looking for his presence. And in doing that, I'm also uh, looking to say thank you. So it's a prayer that's focused very much on gratitude, gratitude for God's presence and blessings. Another feature of the examine is the more we do it, the more we um, are kind of attuned not only to the voice of the Holy Spirit, but also to the voice of the unholy spirit of our, our spiritual enemy, who is also active and trying to lie to us and deceive us and so forth and, and tempt us. So it becomes um, kind of a, a prayer that helps us to discern spirits, to discern the presence of the Holy Spirit and the unholy spirit in our day. Um, so that's, I think, uh, essentially what it's about. Uh, right. Where where can I thank God for the blessings of the day? And then where have I, you know, been uh, aware of God's Holy Spirit and the unholy spirit? And then, and then my response to those spirits, did I say yes to God and embrace the promptings of the Holy Spirit or did I, did I resist them? And, and likewise, did I rebuke the evil spirit quickly or did I kind of maybe get caught up in, in his net for a while, you know, so... Very good, Father. Let's let's outline the the logistics or the particularities, uh, the practicalities of it too. You said this mm-hmm. this most fruitfully takes place at the end of the day. I've also heard that though that sometimes it can be done in the middle of the day as well. Yeah, well, in fact, Ignatius uh, Saint Ignatius asked Jesuits to do it twice a day, right? Uh, once, kind of, yeah, in the middle of the day, and then once at the end of the day. I think most of us who practice it, uh, to be honest, we do it usually once a day and. And if you if you can do it twice a day, that's awesome. Uh, if you're only going to commit to doing it once a day, then I think uh, you know as the day is winding down is best. You don't necessarily want to save it till you're ready to hop into bed because you might, you know, be so tired <laughs> at that point. It might be hard to really pay attention. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah. I, you know, I, the seminarians here, you know, they struggle. Like you mentioned yourself, they they struggle too. They know the value of the examine, but it's one of those prayers that can kind of slip through the cracks and. So I always encourage them to try to do it uh, maybe the first thing right after dinner or if they take a study break in the evening, you know, to take it. And and really, you can do a good exam in 10, 12, at most 15 minutes. It's not it's not something that takes a lot of uh, time. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the trick is is kind of being consistent as to when you do it. So for our listeners, I might suggest that, uh, you know, maybe after you're done eating and the Dishes are cleaned up. Maybe, maybe at that point, you uh, you take ten minutes mm-hmm. and and try to engage in this prayer um, while you're still fresh enough. But where most of the day at that point is behind you, and um, you know there are a number of steps that we kind of outline. And there's there's yeah. there's some flexibility here. Um, I don't know if you wanted to. Should we move into that and the mechanics of it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I, 
I think that'd be that'd be great. Let me just remind people that we're talking with our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll, spiritual director at uh, director of spiritual formation, rather at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we're speaking about the daily exam. And so, if you have an experience with the daily exam, and if it's something that you practice regularly, or if you have questions about it and how to integrate it more fully into your life of prayer, give us a call triple eight nine one four nine one four nine eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. You can also send us an email at innerlife at relevantradio.com. Yeah, so there are, and, and that's one of the things that I've noticed, Father, is that uh, I've received like little wallet-sized cards mm-hmm. at these retreats that I go to that kind of lead you <laughs> through the exam. And um, I've seen various resources online. And it seems like they have uh, a very, very similar, a lot of similarities between them all. And you mentioned some flexibility in that. They're, I rarely find ones that are absolutely identical um, so, yeah. so yeah, tell me about what are the steps to go through to pray a, uh, an exam? Yeah, well, I think like with any form of prayer, the first thing we want to do is just take a couple of minutes to just kind of transition to prayer. So, you know, you've come off this busy day, perhaps, and now you want to engage in the exam. And it's good to begin by just quieting yourself. And, you know, we can do that in any number of ways, but, but basically... Um, to, you know, just remind yourself as you begin to pray that you're a beloved son or daughter of the Father, you know, that you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, uh, that, that the Holy Spirit is, you know, within you as in a temple, and you want that Holy Spirit now to come and to kind of give you guidance. And, and so you might take a, a moment to, uh, you know, just try to uh, distract or get rid of some of the distractions that might be plaguing you and just whether it's focusing also on your breathing or, or listen, you know, there's, there's various little techniques, but, but I would say just to, to not jump into it right away, but to take a couple of moments to transition to prayer, however you might normally do that. And then in terms of the actual prayer itself, um, often the first step is, uh, is called gratitude. And I, I mentioned that the whole prayer is, is really essentially about gratitude and it is, but you might begin by just, um, Maybe there's something in your day that, that jumps out, that stands out as particularly significant and that you want to thank God for right off the bat. You know, maybe you got a phone call from a friend you hadn't heard from in a long time, or maybe as you were driving to work, you saw a beautiful uh, sunrise or on the way home, a beautiful sunset. Um, so, you know, there can be a, a, an initial moment in the prayer where you just want to say thank you to God for some blessing or blessings that kind of uh, are very are very prominent from your day. Then the second step would be to petition the Holy Spirit very specifically for light, you know, to ask for enlightenment and that your eyes might be opened as you prepare then to kind of walk through your day step by step or hour by hour. Because, you know, prayer is not just our own um, work. It's it's not just a matter of, like, in this case, using the natural power of our memory and of our uh, an analytical ability to just, like, look over the day. We really want it to be something that the Holy Spirit um, guides and gives us insight into. Um, and again, that's very brief. Uh, you know, we can do that uh you know, fairly quickly. Um, but it's, it's a way of acknowledging my own poverty and my own need for God's, um, guidance and, and, you know, at whatever chronological or biological age I am, I always remain kind of a, 
uh, a child of God who's dependent on the Holy Spirit. And this and this also reminds us that this prayer is is a dialogue. It's it's not just an introspective navel gazing exercise. I mean, I'm really right. in dialogue with God Himself. Good okay. reminder. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then really the heart and soul of the prayer and the part of the prayer that would take the most time is when you do kind of review in detail your day with the Holy Spirit, with with Jesus Christ, with the Father. And so you just maybe begin from when you got up that morning and and you know, you might even thank God for certain blessings that are kind of habitual or routine, but nonetheless we forget to thank God for you know, a warm shower for um, a good breakfast, whatever it might be. And then and then I, I just kind of keep looking through my day, kind of hour by hour. Uh, Father Dennis Ham, uh, a Jesuit from my province, wrote an article on the exam, and he, he entitled it Rummaging Through Our Day. You know, it's kind of a neat image, <laughs> like, kind I of like rummaging yeah. through the day. Yeah, and, and so I, I'm just looking at all the different events, activities, people of this day, and, and again, looking for where has the Lord been speaking to me? Where has he been operating in my day? Maybe he's been asking me and inviting me to, uh, to, to do certain things. Some of this can be very subtle, and, and it can be very easily missed or overlooked, and that's why we want to ask the Holy Spirit for help in all of this. As I go through my day and, and kind of uh, proceed through it, I also want to really pay attention to any strong affective movements, uh, feelings or emotions that maybe took hold of me in that day. And they could be, you know, things like uh, an experience that brought great joy um, and great peace, but maybe also something that caused me some sadness or sorrow or some anger. And and so I think often uh, these feelings and these affective mo- uh, movements, they hold some really important clues as to what was significant in my day. And so I, I want to pause where maybe I, I felt something uh, more um, prominent, you know, in my in my heart. And um, and I think really the basic conviction in all of this, Patrick, is that um, you know God speaks to us in many different ways. I mean, through the beauty of creation, through the scriptures, through church teaching, but but He also speaks to us, you know, in the ordinariness of our daily life. Um, that in a sense, everything is extraordinary if it's infused with God's presence. And um, and so we shouldn't just take it for granted, you know, that God God mediates uh, himself. He reveals himself, incarnates himself in and through the, the people in my life, through the my career, um, through just all the things that happen to me day in and day out. And so I'm kind of paying, trying to pay attention to what happened around me, on, on the one hand, around me in the events, what happened within me in my thoughts and feelings, and then also what came from me, what flowed from me, what were the acts that I engaged in today. So that's really the, the main um, uh, heart of the prayer. Then what happens next is there's a step of just forgiveness if I need to. If I, if as I go through my day, I realize, oh yeah, Lord, I, I really see how I sinned here. I was, I was uncharitable, um, or maybe I sinned by omission by not you know, paying attention to you, then I want to just express that, you know, in, in some words of contrition and sorrow. And if, if I need to, I resolve to go to confession to, you know, the next time I can. And, and then the last step is very brief. It's um, looking ahead to the next day, you know, and just kind of with hope 
and with confidence that the Lord's going to show up again. He's going to be there. And I just, especially if I notice, you know, if I've got like a presentation at work that I'm nervous about, or if somebody I love is undergoing an operation and I'm kind of anxious about that. If I, if I'm struggling maybe with a pattern of sin or temptation in my life, you know, if I, if I anticipate something in the next day that might be difficult or challenging, then I might especially ask the Lord to uh, to be with me, and, and then I, I just end like with an Our Father or something like that, uh, very simply. So okay. that's that's essentially it, you know. Yeah, wonderful. Well, a uh, uh, few things. I mean, we'll we'll continue reflecting on some of these mm-hmm. things throughout the program. We're speaking with Father Rob Kroll, Jesuit priest and uh, director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. And uh, we are speaking about specifically the daily examine. And uh, the article that you mentioned, Father, uh, by Father Dennis Hamm, um, Rummaging for God, where our producer Nick said he would post that both in our show notes and on Twitter as well. So there will be links to that as well. Okay, and, great. F- Father, we've got a caller. Teresa has been waiting patiently, calling in from Philadelphia. Teresa, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, Father, I learned a lot just in how you broke down the um, the process. Uh, I really appreciated that. So thank you. Um, oh, sure. I, as a third order, yeah, as a third order Carmelite, I practice this. I try to every day. Um, mm-hmm. Usually pretty consistent. But I have found that what works for me too, uh, which is very enriching, is I will keep. I have, you know, a daily planner, and I will jot down little notes about things that I see in my exam and uh, that may be de- where I can see a pattern or a particularly problematic issue um, during my exam and so that I can bring that to either confession and or spiritual mm-hmm. direction um, so that I can even further work on that. Because if I, if I don't write it down, I, you know, I have a very busy job. I have kids, grandkids, I forget. So if I just mm-hmm. jot a little note in my planner and then I bring that with me, to confession or to spiritual direction, and I can review that with the priest, and that's just been so tremendously helpful. Well, thank you, Teresa, for calling in and sharing that, and you're absolutely right. Um, Noting some things down, either in your planner or in just a separate uh, journal dedicated to the examine, um, or even putting a note in your phone, I mean, all that can be really helpful, as you say, for both uh, confession purposes, but then also spiritual direction. I know that I, I've, in recent, in the last few years, I've been kind of doing my examine as a uh, kind of a journal. And so I'll, I'll actually, on my laptop, and I have to be a little careful because, I mean, I, by typing it on my laptop, it can, it, if I'm not careful, it can kind of take me out of the prayer. So I have to pause and, and you know, close my eyes and, and pray. But then I, I do kind of put down some bullet points on, on a, uh, just as an ongoing document that I keep on my laptop. And then I find when I have my spiritual direction appointment uh, roughly every month with my director, I, I read through all of that before speaking with him. And I find that's very helpful. And, and like you said, you know, we can't be expected to remember all these things uh, weeks later. And it does help with confession as well. Um, so that's a great suggestion. I'm glad you brought that up today. Yeah. Thank you, Teresa, for the phone call. Great suggestion. and appreciate it. So if you do pray the examine, when did you begin praying it? What prompted you to start praying the daily examine, and how did you first learn about it? And if you don't pray, if you don't pray the daily examine, perhaps you have questions about it, and perhaps you'd like to learn more. Uh, if you have specific questions, or if you'd like to tell us how how the examine has been fruitful in your own spiritual journey, give us a call triple eight nine one four nine one four nine again eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine or send us an email inner life at relevantradio.com. 
Okay, we're going to uh, take a short break here on The Inner Life, but we've got lots more to come on the Daily Examine with our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll. We'll be back right after this. If you are in the market for health insurance, our sponsor, the Catholic Order of Foresters, is here to help you and your family find the most cost-effective health plan. Learn more at relevantradio.com slash forester. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio. My name is Patrick Conley. We're speaking with our spiritual director today, Father Rob Kroll, Jesuit priest and director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. And we're talking about the daily examine. Do you have a practice of the daily examine? When did you first begin praying it? And what fruits have you seen from it in your life? Love to hear testimonies about that. Or perhaps you're not a regular prayer of the daily examine. Maybe you, like I was talking about at the top of the show, have struggled to get going in it. Uh, and you have particular questions you'd like to ask, please give us a call either way and let us know. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. Father, it occurs to me that, I mean, one of the things, of course, we're we're always promoting the family rosary across America and that we that Father Rocky prays with us every every day at 7 p.m. Central here on Relevant Radio. We, we encourage, we love uh, that families do pray together. And they uh, frequently the rosary is the prayer that they pray. I'm just just uh, thinking out loud here. But what about uh, daily family time of an examine? Would that be something that you could do with others, like as a family? I think it it could be adapted in that way, and I think that would be an awesome way for a family to pray together. I mean, you can imagine, you know, after dinner and uh, perhaps after the dishes are done, or maybe beforehand. Uh, you uh, go around the table, you know, you have some silence, have a couple of minutes of silence, depending on, on the ages of the kids, of course, but to give everyone a chance to just pause and, um, and to reflect on the day and especially to, sh- to uh, notice with gratitude, you know, ways that God had blessed you or appeared in your day, and then to kind of go around and everybody could mention one or two things from their day that, that they're, you know, very grateful to God for. I mean, that kind of a practice done day after day, I mean, what a great way to um, give, especially the children, a, a very positive image of God as one who blesses us and who loves us and, and manifests that love in the ordinary stuff of our daily life. Um, you know, it, it maybe if a, if a couple is doing this, let's say um, a married couple, whether they're younger or retired and, they, and there aren't kids are in the picture, you know, I could see also maybe they might mention uh, a fault from the day. You know, again, it's not this prayer isn't focused like the examination of conscience is on um, sin per se, but but in examining the day, maybe you notice that you spoke, you know, uh, kind of harshly to your spouse or something like that. Or, or you know, if the kids are there, you could maybe even admit, yeah, you know, I, I was impatient with you today. So in addition to naming blessings and gratitude, it could be an opportunity to apologize and ask for forgiveness and Again, that would be such a, a wonderful modeling uh, for children and and um, and can only strengthen uh, those relationships of love if we're routinely um, asking for pardon from one another. I think so, it's a yeah. it's yeah, I think it's a great idea and and uh, if you're already in the habit of praying the rosary together, adding just a few more minutes to do something mm-hmm. like that sort of reflection could be great. Um, yeah, 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 very good. And uh, Father, we had uh, uh, Martha from Wisconsin call in. She just had an off-air question specifically about, you know, the the dryness in prayer that we all we all encounter from time to time. And um, 
and it, with that though, there's maybe a, a struggling to feel gratitude and uh, and see how God is working in in our lives. But that's something the examine can really help with, can't it? I mean, isn't that kind of what it's designed to do? Is see God present in our daily life? Yeah, very much so. I think that if you had to kind of um, summarize what the prayer aims at, it, it is it is having a deeper sensitivity. To God's presence and action in in my daily life, and again, I think a lot of us think that we we probably live kind of boring, ordinary lives. Not much happens that's significant, and and you know, I think of a story a number of years ago. I, I spent most of um, 2005 in Australia doing the final stage of my Jesuit training, and I, I was based in Sydney. I wasn't a tourist, so I didn't get around the country a lot, but. A couple of us did go to the Great Barrier Reef, and um, I can remember very distinctly that as the boat that we were on slowed and approached the the reef. Um, mm-hmm. As I stood on the deck of the boat and I looked at the water, you know, it looked like Lake Michigan here in Milwaukee or any other body of water I've ever seen. It was kind of dull and gray, and there were some waves lapping, but nothing, nothing interesting. But once I got on the snorkeling gear and got down into the water, you know, then this whole magnificent, colorful world opened up. I mean, there was yeah. the reef itself with all of its coral. There were all the fishes and and the uh, sea turtles and all this, you know, amazing life. And it was right there, kind of at my feet, literally, but it was below the surface, and I didn't really notice it or I couldn't uh, appreciate it. I had to get down into the water to see it. So I think of the examine as sort of like our effort to get to plunge ourselves, as it were, into the day and to get below the surface, which may seem very humdrum and boring, and say, no, you know, even in the most um, ordinary day, God uh, has appeared, you know, and he's spoken to me. And, and, uh, I, and I've seen his face, you know, revealed in this person or that person or whatever. And so I think um, because maybe because we live in a very fast-paced culture and there's so much that happens in any one day, we're bouncing around from one thing to another. It's, it's very easy to, to miss the presence of God. I, even as I say that, I think of another image or analogy I sometimes use on retreats. Like, uh, as I sit here in my office, there's radio waves bouncing around this office, but I'm completely oblivious to them. But if I get a radio, plug it in, turn it in, tune it into a station like relevant radio, you know, I'll hear a voice or I'll hear music on another station. It's kind of like God's like the radio waves. He's he, 24-7. He's with us. He's near us. He's in the atmosphere. He's embracing us. And but we're we're often so distracted and busy that we don't really we we're not aware of his presence and we have to kind of tune into his way of speaking and being present and i think that's what the examine tries to help us to do yeah yeah well i think that's great that addresses i hope some of martha's concerns that she was calling in about and um specifically maybe one of the things that you're bringing out and bringing to the fore is god's enduring presence throughout our days yeah. but also how we may encounter him in perhaps the small moments of life. So if you have a, a story about how God has revealed himself to you as being present to you in maybe a seemingly small moment of life, maybe there's some realization that uh, a small light that went on in the midst of your day, uh, that would, I would think, be considered a fruit of the prayer of the daily mm-hmm. examine as well. So if, give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. When was a time that God's revealed himself to you as present to you in uh, in everyday life. And Father, as as we do turn to talk about now some of the fruits of the Daily Examine, how can the Daily Examine actually move us deeper into relationship with the Lord? 
Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one of the things we're, we're emphasizing in this hour is that um, both God himself, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and, you know, Satan and, and demons, that these spiritual beings are real and that they can really influence us, you know. And because we live in bodies, you know, we're, in, we're uh, embodied spirits, and because we live in a world that's very titillating and lots of material things and just stuff around us all the time, we can sometimes, you know, forget or just be oblivious to the fact that there are these spirits, the Holy Spirit and unholy spirits that are at work uh, trying to influence us and trying to speak to us. So I think that's very important that we kind of, um, this prayer doesn't really make sense unless we have a conviction that both God and our enemy um, are are real and and are at work, um, you know, influencing us through through things and persons and so forth. One of the things, one of the advantages, I think, of this examined prayer, if it's practiced regularly over time, is in addition to growing in a sense of gratitude and that I'm really a blessed person, it also can help me to appreciate how deeply loved I am by God, that He cares for me that he has specific graces that he gives to me, um, and that even though I'm a sinner, and, I might, and that might become evident as I do my exam, and I'm aware of certain sins that I've committed that day, sure. I'm a loved sinner, you know? And, uh, and, and so it, it's, a, it, it's a prayer that over time uh, deepens our confidence in God's goodness and, and the fact that we're loved and saved. Um, it also helps us over time... Um, to be more attuned to God outside of prayer, you know, like, like, yes, we want to do the examine for 10 or 15 minutes in the evening, but even the more I practice it, then I'm, I'm quicker to notice as I go through my day that, oh, there, there's God, you know, and I, oh, he just spoke to me here. So it, it heightens my awareness of God, you know, outside of the actual prayer time. As, as um, our previous caller, uh, Teresa, mentioned, um, the practice of the examine will really make us um, have better experiences of confession. Our confessions will be more specific, and uh, yeah, just they'll, they'll, you know, we'll be able to really unburden ourselves of specific sins that maybe pop up in our examine. Um, I also think, you know, this prayer helps us let go of kind of what we might call two illusions or two heresies. One of them is deism. Deism is the belief that God just kind of winds up the clock of the universe and then lets it run on its own, and he doesn't really interfere. So no, this this prayer very much says that God is intimately involved and active in, in the things of the world in my own life. The other uh, heresy or illusion this uh, prayer can debunk is that what we call Pelagianism, the idea that, you know, basically I'm just left on my own. I don't need God's grace. It's all up to me and my willpower. And again, the exam is like, no, um, I'm very, very poor and very dependent on God all the time. And um, so it just kind of spiritually keeps us grounded and, and keeps us in the right frame of mind and heart and soul. Yeah, moves us into that blessedness that comes with recognizing our poverty of spirit, right? Blessed are the poor exactly. in spirit. And it kind of it, it brings to mind, Father, uh, the, the story of Zacchaeus, actually, to me. I mean, uh, he said to the Lord after the Lord, he was 
the Lord took notice of him, right? So he was there. He was a loved sinner, perhaps as a sinner, as a tax collector, indeed, but um, still a loved sinner. Came the Lord came to his house, and when the Lord is there in his presence, Zacchaeus says, "You know, I, half my goods I give to the poor, and if I've defrauded anyone or anything, I restore it." Four times over, and Jesus' mm-hmm. response today, salvation has come to this house. Seems like there's an invitation there in the daily exam to kind of have that sort of mentality throughout our days, that the Lord is always with us. Yes, yes, very much so, and that we're being saved by the Lord, you know, each and every day. I mean, he, he effects our salvation not just once for all in baptism, or, or even not just through the sacraments, as powerful, obviously, as those are, but you know, he's saving us uh, just each and every day and everything that we experience. Um, I like your mention of Zacchaeus, too, because, you know, as you point out, Zacchaeus makes a resolution. After he's encountered the Lord and his mercy, he he says, you know, half my goods I'll give to the poor. If I've defrauded anyone, I'll restore it fourfold. So the examine, too, can, as we pray the examine in the evening, it's good if we can um, be led to some very specific resolution or commitment or choice, you know, like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do something different than I did today because I recognize that God's inviting me to conversion. So, so it is, it is a prayer inviting us to change. Um, I love that Psalm 95, those of us that pray the breviary regularly, you know, we, we have this uh, Psalm 95 that we use every day and, and it says today, listen to the voice of the Lord, you know, today. And, and that's what I think the examine is trying to help us to do. It's like, okay, today, where did I, hear his voice, you know. Right, yeah. Excellent. Well, good reminders from our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll, and who is a Jesuit priest and director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. We're talking about the practice of prayer known as the daily examine given to the church through St. Ignatius of Loyola, practiced regularly by not just Jesuits, but by many, many people around the world. Um, And if you have an experience of praying the examine, if you have seen the fruits of uh, looking for God in your everyday life and God has shown you where he is in your everyday life, or if you have questions about how to better practice or to begin practicing the examine, give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149, or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. Let's go now to Roy, who's calling in from Lexington, Kentucky. Roy, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, I'm a fairly recent convert to Catholicism. I guess I've been Catholic about five years now. My wife's a cradle Catholic. Um, And uh, confession was one of the sticking points for me uh, initially when I uh, joined the Church. It was sort of the last objection I had. I sort of wondered why God wouldn't just forgive me without needing a confessor. I understand a lot more about that now, but my question is about the daily examine is that when one does this, one is still not absolved necessarily, right, of a, of a grievous sin, um, which then begs the question of sort of what good does it do you other than help you account for your sins so that you can take them to confession when you go. So help me a little bit with that, with that issue. Sure, Roy. Yeah, thanks for calling in and asking the question. I think your question highlights um, the distinction uh, that we made early in the program, and we kind of we kind of glossed over it. But let me just emphasize it that um, whereas you know we talk about an examination of conscience when we when we prepare for confession, and there we're specifically 
looking for sins that I may have committed, be they sins of commission, things I've actively done, or sins of omission, things I've failed to do. And we know that we have good resources out there that often will take the Ten Commandments or the Beatitudes and then kind of break them down with a whole um, list of supporting questions. So that's specifically preparation for the Sacrament of Confession. This examine prayer is, is broader, it's more global, and, and as we're uh, emphasizing today, it's really more about gratitude for God's blessings and then also discernment about where the Holy Spirit and the unholy Spirit spoke to me and how I re- reacted or, or responded to those spirits. Now, in the course of doing the examine, yes, I may become aware that I committed a sin today, and, uh, and you're absolutely right that no prayer for us Catholics you know, no prayer itself brings absolution of sin. Um, but, you know, that's where uh, I might commit myself to going to confession. You know, if it's a grievous sin, grave sin, mortal sin, I might try to get to confession, you know, as soon as I can. Um, if it's venial sin, you know, then I can maybe, um, I mean, at the beginning of every Mass, we have a penitential rite, and there's a there's an, there's a forgiveness you know that can be given uh, at mass through through that uh, sacrament as well. But I, I may not have to go to confession for the venial sins right away. But the next time I would normally go, I can I can bring these sins to to uh, the confessional. So yeah, I think your question is highlighting that um, the the examine is the purpose of the examine is a little more general uh, than simply identifying uh, sins, but but we do still have to go to confession as Catholics to receive forgiveness for sin. Yeah. So, yeah, very good. Good, good opportunity for clarification there again, Roy. So thanks for the call and good question. And uh, for those of you who may have missed the earlier portion of the show, especially when we're outlining, when father was outlining the, um, the steps of the daily examine, uh, our producer, Nick is going to publish there in our show notes, as well as on our Twitter feed that the, the uh, link to an article uh, recommended by Father on the Daily Examine called Rummaging for God, Praying Backwards Through Your Day. Um, so then you can find it there. If you have an experience of praying the Daily Examine or a question about it, please give us a call, 888 or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to take another short break, but we'll be right back. Stay with us. Life here on Relevant Radio on RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. My name is Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Sentovich, our producer, to Thomas Engeser, who's taking some of your phone calls, and to our spiritual director today, Father Rob Kroll, Jesuit priest and director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. Uh, Father, we've got John, who's calling in from Salt Lake City, Utah. John, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Uh, thank you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you, John. What do you got for us in terms of the daily examine? Yeah, my wife I've read a book called the Everything You Ever Want to Know About the Jesuits, and they, they do that at the end of the day. So my wife and I do that. We uh, have a little prayer time, and we just pray for our boys and the people and, and the need. And it's been a really wonderful thing because it takes about, oh, maybe five, ten minutes, and we just write down the things that we've done during the day and examine kind of what what has happened in our life. And the, the amazing thing is that, that 
I didn't realize a lot of stuff that happened during that day until I started doing that. And once I started doing that, I realized God was guiding me <laughs> that day and some of the things that happened. And it's just, it's a, it's a real awareness of uh, how your life has, a, has been influenced by divine inspiration. Well, amen to that, John. Yeah, thanks for sharing your experience. And that's, that's exactly what I think we want people to take away today, that, you know, God is intimately involved in our lives. He's guiding us and blessing us, and, and we really aren't that aware of it, maybe until we begin to, to pause and take stock of it. And, um, you know, one of the things that happens, too, is if we do this prayer daily over a period of months and years, we, we notice patterns, you know, whether they're just patterns of how God shows up in our life, or maybe certain sinful patterns begin to emerge, you know, and, and that might spur us on then to work harder at, um, you know, with God's help, of course, to uh, eliminate them. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you and your wife do it. Uh, we had said earlier in the show that, you know, you can do it, uh, anybody can do this privately on your own, but, but you can also share some of the fruit of it with your spouse or your family. And, um, so I'm glad glad it's uh, been a, a fruitful thing for you. Yeah, great expression about that, John. I love that. I didn't realize. I can just hear, um, you know, the the gift that that is of recognizing where God is present in our lives. And uh, again, one of the great fruits of praying this prayer, and one of the things that's why I I feel like there is a spiritual failure every time that it slips out from my daily practice of prayer, um, is because I'm not realizing that I'm not I'm not seeing where God is present in my life. And I think you had an analogy, Father. We were talking during the break. You had an analogy that you'd like to share about what the exam can do and noticing that. Yeah, you know, I I'd said earlier about that Great Barrier Reef example and how I had to get down into the uh, ocean to see all this life that was right beneath the surface. And another kind of metaphor or analogy that I find helpful is, uh, at least here in Wisconsin, where we get a lot of snow, you know, there are um, seminarians here who love to go hunting, uh, you know, and they'll go out, uh, well, for deer or uh, or for certain fowl or birds and whatnot. And, you know, a, an alert hunter... Uh, when he's out in the winter snow, can can see tracks in the snow, and he says, "Okay, I know that that a fox passed by here. I know that a deer came by here." And you know, the animal isn't visible anymore; it's gone, but it's left kind of tracks behind in the snow. And and I think about you know the examine is maybe our opportunity to kind of uh, track God or track His you know activity, as it were. I mean, um, we don't see God. Uh, with our physical eyes, you know, but he's, he's kind of leaving clues throughout our day that he's passing by, that he's present. And um, so the examine is sort of our effort to be alert to the ways in which God has appeared. Um, But at the, at the moment we didn't maybe see it, but, uh, but he kind of leaves his fingerprints as it were all over, um, all over our day. And, and, and so, uh, yeah, I, I like that kind of image of using the examine to to try to spot where God passed by. Um, there's the uh, there's the title for your next book, Father. The book that you're going to write on the daily examine, tracking God, right there. Tracking God. All right. Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, that's right. I'll take uh, just five percent of royalties. Okay, so we're talking about the daily examine here on uh, the inner life here on Relevant Radio. Thank you for joining us, our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll. 
And uh, the daily examine is a practice of recognizing God's presence in our daily life, how he how he is with us. And to that end, Father, it seems to me like the daily examine might be a great practice in helping us in the practice of discernment. Especially, most especially if we're, uh, you know, for discerning something as as large and foundational as kind of a state in life question, you know, is it the priesthood? Is it the religious life? Is it the consecrated single life? Is it the married life? You know, these types of things. But also, I mean, even in uh, figuring out, yeah, should I maybe bigger decisions too? Do I need to? Should I take this new job offer? Should I uh, move to a different state? Those types of things. What do you think the role of the examine might be in discernment questions? Yeah, no, that's that's a really good question, and I think um, often I when I think about discernment, I, and and I think about Ignatius's rules for discernment, which are kind of famous now because uh, he came up with a whole sort of set of instructions about how to discern right. both, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit again and the unholy spirit. But but I think the examine can help us by first of all just becoming aware of uh, various movements that are going on, like within my own heart and mind. You know, what are, what are the thoughts that preoccupy me? What are the emotions that kind of grab hold of me and that are, are indicative of something significant? So there's a, an initial becoming aware of the, of the interior life. And then also understanding, you know, how do I interpret what I'm aware of? So, okay, I had this emotion or the, this series of thoughts kind of uh, um, preoccupied me today. So I'm aware of that, but how do I understand that, and how do I interpret it? And then, and then, based on my understanding, then I also want to kind of take action. I want to uh, accept what God is doing, what the Holy Spirit is inspiring, and I want to reject whatever the uh, evil spirit, the enemy of our human nature, might be proposing. So you know, that's kind of a, a summary of the way in which the examine can help with discernment specifically, is to become aware. Uh, to then understand, and then finally to take some action. Um, You know, one of the things, too, I want to just, before our our hour slips away, I want to tuck this in here, is um, I think a lot of us, when when we think about our lives, we often think that God is disappointed with us a lot, you know, that we're kind of like a constant disappointment to God. And one of the things, without becoming proud or egotistical or narcissistic in any way, one of the things the examine can help us to do is to also open our eyes to the fact that God is proud of us. And so as we look over our day, we want, we want to be kind of aware of how God is saying, you know, well done, good and faithful servant, um, that in this day, very specifically, you helped me build the kingdom on earth, you know, by, by just maybe you just. Yeah, we might be uh, missing out on your last closing comments there, Father, because uh, you know, we seem to be having some audio difficulties. And uh, Father, are you there? I am. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we just lost you for a second there. Okay. Sunspot or yeah, something yeah, going through. No, yeah, it's all right. So, happened. yeah, yeah. Pick it up with what you were just saying that and, yeah, and understanding so I, I that God is proud I, of us. Yeah. Yeah. That I think a lot of times we feel like we're a disappointment to God, and so the examine can be an opportunity as we look over our day to hear God say to us, you know, I am proud of you, and well done, good and faithful servant. Um, it might be just as simple as accomplishing our work, you know, dutifully and being faithful to it, even even if we're tired that day. Or it might be like, yeah, when you went and visited your friend in the hospital or in the nursing home, uh, you encountered me, you know, and I was there. And and uh, and I, I and so we want to say we we want this prayer to be focused on gratitude and saying thank you to God for His blessings. But do we ever realize that God also 
says thank you to us, you know, for being a disciple of of the Lord, for building up the kingdom of God on on earth. So I think, um, again, not to lead to uh, uh, in an unhealthy way pride or, or egotism, but but just that, yeah, God, you know, we can hear God tell us how how much He appreciates our um, our activity that day. So I'm so I'm so glad you brought that up, Father, because. Uh, I think a lot of us do struggle with that, at least from time to time. We struggle with this this view of God as being one who's just waiting for us to slip up, or you know, not, kind yeah. of uh, not you know. Yeah. And so, and so, oftentimes when when we hear, even when we hear, examine, and as has brought up a couple times here on the show already, that there's a difference between the daily examine and an examination of conscience, but conscience, but we still think about that in terms of maybe looking through our day and seeing, well, where did we slip up? But that's not right. what the daily examine is primarily about. No. It's, uh, in fact, it's as I as I understand it, as what you've been saying, Father, is it gives us an opportunity to revel in the places that God met us, that we walked with God, that He showed us His great love. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very well said. And yeah, we often have, or not often, maybe, but some of us might occasionally have an image of God with a clipboard in His hand, kind of right. looking to catch us with every peccadillo or something. And it's like, no. You know, God, um, yeah, God, God's love is, is obviously infinite and, and he, he rejoices in us too, you know, and, uh, so to become aware of that in the exam and I think can be very encouraging for us and, and, and it spurs us on to then want to love God more and love our neighbor and grow in virtue and holiness and all those good desires that we have, um, you know, to, so the examine, yeah, I, I, think, I just think it's a, a wonderful prayer because it doesn't take, uh, it's not a huge investment of time, but, but, but practiced regularly, it, it has some real, uh, wonderful spiritual uh, benefits. So without a doubt. And uh, yeah, I'm just, as I reflect on that, I'm just thinking, yeah, the more I understand how much God loves me, and how much mm-hmm. he wants to continue to uh, work within me and through me for the good of others, how that's just going to lead me deeper and deeper into the joy of the Christian life, um, mm-hmm. even in the face yep. of what could be tremendous suffering. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I, all right, Father, you got me. I started out the show by saying <laughs> that, um, you know, I, I always let the exam slip away. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to work yep. on getting it factored into my daily prayer routine Yet again, thanks to you and the show and God working through you in this way. Thanks for being our spiritual director today, Father. As we close the show, of course, we always like to end with a blessing. So if you would, please. So Heavenly Father, I ask you to send down your Holy Spirit in fuller measure upon all of our listeners today and bless their efforts to pray and to search for you in their daily life, to find you in all things. And so may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon our listeners and remain with them forever. Amen. Amen. Yeah, forever indeed. Thank you, Father, for being our spiritual director. That was Father Rob Kroll, Jesuit priest and director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we are grateful that you have joined us. Hopefully this has been an encouraging and inspiring hour for you and that you're going to give the daily exam a try if you haven't done so already. Coming up next, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass with Father Ed Looney as our celebrant. Tomorrow here on The Inner Life, we're going to be talking about Christian friendships. So I hope you can join us for that. That'll be a good show. Until then, friends, grace and peace.